can we all agree that Disney movies turned us into horrible people? Like, don't get me wrong, it's fun watching cartoons with the kids or cartoons with your nephews, nieces, or brothers and sisters growing up. But do we all gotta go for the Disney princess? Do we all gotta regret the one that got away? It's like, Disney is constantly pushing these values on us. And for some reason, when we watch Disney Plus and we rewatch all those movies, we still love it. We love going for that princess. It's just what we do. And we just love fighting and doing everything we can for love. It makes sense why The Bachelor and The Bachelorette are in their, like, their 60th season. We love a good love story. And if the love's worth it, we gotta do whatever it takes to get it. Now that's kind of like trading. Trading is all about this one four-letter acronym. Not YOLO for all the Drake fans listening. It's FOMO. FOMO, also known as the fear of missing out, is that little Disney sprinkle of magic that we were taught as a kid to always chase that FOMO. You go after that Disney princess because if you don't do it now, she could get away. Or that long lost lover could get on that plane and you'll never see them again. That's FOMO. It's the human condition. It's the human cancer that's inside of us. But I want to, how you say, suggest a different way of looking at FOMO. Because on traders, what normally happens is we see the market going up and up and up and up and up. And we get more FOMO, more FOMO, more FOMO, more FOMO. And then, boom, we enter a position and then the market drops right down. Or the market's going down and down and down and down and down. And it's like, how far is this market going to go down? We enter, start selling all our positions when the market has dropped 20% and boom, now the market's going up. This has been the story of investing since the dawn of time. But I want to give a new spin to FOMO in the new way that we all look at FOMO. Introducing a concept called good FOMO. You hear that? You hear that million dollar concept? Good FOMO. Now, what is good FOMO, you may ask? Why, yes, my good sir and madame, I will sh- explain what good FOMO is. Hi, my name is Errol. S- sorry. Hi, my name is Fly Stu. This is the Uneducated Investor Podcast. Feel free to say hi, hello on Twitter. My Twitter is at Fly Stu on Twitter. And this is the podcast where we get better at investing together. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, give a five star review on your Apple iPhone, because that is how this podcast Row, 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 rows. It makes really quick. You click in the app store. You've, you know, if you're on iTunes, you already have the app. Just click the podcast. We're all the way down. Five stars. Boom, you're done. Perfect. And you helped out the podcast. Thank you. I love you. Your face so much like Philly D. Good FOMO. So, good FOMO to me is the number one indicator you're learning how to invest and you're somewhere on the right path every investor 
experiences some form of FOMO, whether that's, wow, I didn't invest and now the market's up 30%. That's good FOMO. It means that, hey, you're recognizing patterns, you're recognizing an option, or you're recognizing a stock that you thought would have appreciated. It did appreciate. And now you can be sure that next time when you see something similar, a similar pattern, you're able to invest. Or if the market's going down 30% and you have this fear of like, you know, missing out where you're just like, man, if I don't sell today, you know, then it could go down another 30%. Well, guess what good FOMO's telling you to do now? It's not telling you to sell out your positions. It's telling you to actually buy positions. Why is that? That's because literally if you thought the market price for that stock was good before, if you thought it was gravy before, oh, you must be loving it. You must be absolutely drooling at it now that it's 30% cheaper. That is the power of good FOMO. Let me tell you about my good FOMO this week. Great FOMO, actually. Literally, why is it that I had a complete plan placed. I wanted the S&P 500 to get to the price of 3,300, 3,300. And then what would I do? Sell 30% of my stocks into cash. And then I'd have like 10% into gold. It was perfect. It's a perfect plan. Honestly, Oscar nominated trading plan. Now what happened in the market? I, I honestly could not predict this. I was mostly in tech stocks and all my text blocks exploded. I mean, the NASDAQ went on a wave. It just kept climbing and climbing and climbing. And all of a sudden, I think my portfolio went from like 30 to like 45% return. It was absolutely insane. It was, it was nuts. Couldn't believe it. I sold all my 3X NASDAQ ETFs, but I just couldn't pull the trigger on selling and covering to gold like I wanted to. I just didn't do it. I don't know what it was. I didn't get enough sleep. But then what happened? NASDAQ stocks fell. Gold stocks exploded. Just like my plan suggested would happen. Now, a crazy man would start buying gold now. A crazy man would start really, really, really selling off my tech stocks now. But now that tech stocks have started to drop, FOMO tells me to do that. But what does good FOMO tell me to do? It says, Blastui, pilot extraordinaire, flight crew, you've been doing exactly what your investment strategy has been telling you. And even though you're slightly missed the ball, good FOMO says you're on the right track. Sure, you missed where you would normally sell all your stocks, but that just means you either hold or maybe slight sells or even slight buys. But good FOMO does not say you beat yourself up to it. Good FOMO does not say now you put like 40% in gold. Good FOMO just says, hey, you're on the right track. Keep doing what you're doing. 
you're not going to hit 100% of your shots. But if you hit around 72%, that's the average NBA player. That's the average NBA free throw percentage. And that's good enough to get these returns in the market. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. Why is that? That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. Remember, I'm at Fly Stewie on Twitter. Make sure to hit me up and you'll know when all of my podcasts are being posted. The way I'm going to treat the market is I want to get into more cash. I really, really want to get to more cash. Now, the market's down 3% from its uh, recent highs. If it goes down 7%, I'm going to get way more aggressive. I'm talking about triple leverage. I'm talking about options, all that good stuff. If it goes up and returns back to 3% highs around that time, I'm going to start selling off more. I want to get to that 30% cash mark. I am significantly off. I'm maybe only like 5% cash now, really, really off from that highs. Um, I've recently actually bought Amazon and Netflix, Amazon hear this right now. My money's Canadian. Buying an American Amazon stock, $4,000 for one stock. It's absolutely insane, but I think they're well positioned to outperform in the market. They recently dropped 10%, so I'm really excited there. And Netflix, of course, Netflix, if the coronavirus keeps getting elongated, Netflix having that first mover advantage, I think is really going to take advantage of this time. But that's all I got. And as always, Flight Crew, we got to take off.